What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I am your host, Devin Witt, alongside my co-host, Joe The Show. That's me. <laughs> and, uh, man, you, you sent me some crazy articles that I, you know, I, I thought I was an internet sleuth and I, I stay up to date on the latest in terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently I completely overlooked a, a very important fact uh, which is what? What do they call it? Pay to slay. Yep. And uh, it's funny because whenever you asked me if I knew what that was, the first thing that came to my mind is like pay to win and yeah, like video games. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and and then of course you don't know, get me started on Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that patch, man. Yeah, uh, well, I might make a podcast episode just about that. Yeah. Oh, right, exposing them. Yeah. Um, but anywho, no, this is uh, very serious. You know, like I, I was blown away by um, this concept of, hey, you're a terrorist or performing terrorist acts. Mm-hmm. You kill innocent people, and then we're going to pay you for it. Yep. And not not just you, but like your family. Yeah. And this is the people that, I, you know, the reason I brought that up is, again, people can look this up. Pay to slay. Look it up. You, you don't even have to, like, look at. It's not a hard search. You 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 Google that. It's going to show you this ain't false information. This is known stuff. A lot of people that see. Here's the problem with this. Again, last twenty episodes, it always comes up. This is a crap. The media don't tell you, and so you have these people with in in you know picking sides when it comes to Palestine. You know and and uh, you know the stuff with Gaza, Israel, and these little certain people, the religious groups, you know whatever. They're picking sides. You know, and and they're making ignorant and. and bad decisions because you start looking at these things like, well, we shouldn't be involved in this. We should, and I'm not debating whether we should or shouldn't be involved. Right. That's not what I'm talking about today. What I'm saying is you're picking sides out of ignorance and you're going to, you know, die on this hill of like, okay, we're going to, you know, defend one or the other. Well, these people are, it's, you know, Hamas, you call it what you want. They are internationally, I say pretty much internationally known and recognized as a terrorist group. And, and then, so you take it further and they have this, you know, Basically, a, it's an insurance policy to a degree for family members. Say, so say, and I'm basically breaking this down dummy style for people is, okay, so this certain member goes out and straps a bomb to himself and kills a bunch of people. He died in the name of, you know, the terrorist work. So they have funds that they will take care of his family and expense some, you know, to some degree um, for him dying for the cause. And the the crazy part is is that it's a lot more than someone who's just trying to earn a fair wage in Gaza mm-hmm. uh, or Palestine. And you know to kind of go back to what you were saying about Hamas being this uh, well known terrorist organization, the only hard part for me is I, I definitely agree that what they did on October seventh could be labeled a terrorist attack very easily. Uh, but there's there's a level of it though of look we're talking about. Two groups of people that have been fighting for what generations now, mm-hmm. decades, yeah. and as a result, like if you just take a step back and you really look at it objectively, I don't think there's any way people can honestly say that what Israel's doing, as far as bombing the crap out of innocent women and children, and then just calling it, you know, collateral for war damage, uh, that that's yeah. not right. Well, and so I I feel like there's a level of this Hamas piece that they are actually resistance forces yeah. to. A regime that's trying to control them. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I don't know what the breakdown is, but I'm gonna read this. To t- here's what there's stuff they can prove. The total payments from the the pay for slay equaled three hundred and fifteen million in 2016, or eight percent of the PA budget, with this four point four billion dollars. 
and then it increased. This is a you know yeah I mean th- th- it goes on and on you know there's a bunch it's pretty lengthy article and and it's not just like from one place there's several things that write about this so you know the well, bottom line you could sit here and read you a bunch of quotes and statistics you know I, and that's and that's boring to the viewers and, and I want to read like a that, quote so. from one of these alleged terrorists that have benefited from this fund. Mm-hmm. It's intense, mm-hmm. but here we go. So uh, let's see. Interrogation of Palestinian terrorists proves PA payments motivate terror. Here we go. So a Palestinian terrorist said, I've accumulated large debts. If my son wants a shekel, I have nothing to give him. I decided to do something serious, such as committing murder, something in which I will both kill and die, and then my family will get money, i.e. from the PA, and will live comfortably. If I'm not able to kill soldiers, I'll try settlers, guards. In other words, any Israeli target. The important thing is that I will die and they will kill me so that my children will receive a PA allowance and live happily. Yeah, leave that on there for a minute so people can, you know, if they're if you didn't catch all that, they can, you know, yeah, you're not going to be able to probably read it on your screen and get that. You can probably zoom in. You can catch enough of it. And they can see the, the website, whatever on there. So, you know, the thing of it is, you know that that that's what this comes down to, and so I hope that some of y'all realize you're picking the wrong side here. Now, I'm not advocating that we should be involved and we should be picking sides of Israel. I, I have right. my opinions both ways on this. Stay out of well, it. Well, not on both ways. I have an opinion one way because I don't believe we should be dealing with Hamas at all, other than you know eradicating them. Um, so we're getting them to negotiate a ceasefire. Well, it, it, to me, it's not a negotiation. Well, I guess if president Obama was, cause president Obama will negotiate with terrorists. He's done that in his reign as presidency. Yep. And I use that word correctly ring, you know, more of a dictatorship than it is a presidency, but we, you know, like, yeah, for the first time you negotiated with terrorists. No, we don't negotiate with terrorists. We never should have set that precedence of doing it anyway. You kill them. Um, yeah, I know people won't like my speech probably get, you know, strike against me on that, but that, but that's what, it's what you, you got to do. You can't. Or, you know, we we should sit here and, and and say, okay, we'll just try to work this out. Well, one, it's not our business to work out, and that's something. If Israel decides that they want to cower down to that and do that, you know, I, I guess so be it. But it's not in our in our place to do that. So you know, we need to stay the heck out if they're going to be involved. I, here I am going to start trying to say I'm picking sides. We 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 just need to quit supporting you know, one to a degree, a level of this to begin with, but definitely quit supporting the <laughs> the wrong side of this. I mean, how many times in the last several years has America intervened on behalf of maybe not the greatest side mm-hmm. uh, in a uh, war or some type of civil unrest mm-hmm. in these other countries? It, it's kind of scary, but the, the thing that really drives me up the wall the most is, you know, and I know we've said it several times, but how in the world do we just come up with not just a billion or two, over $75 billion. And we're just throwing it at some little European country that yeah. isn't legitimate. I'm sorry. Like, I know there's a lot of Ukrainian flag supporters out there. I don't there, care. You know, we, we shouldn't be involved in that crap. You know, I've said this again. I know, you know, what we're doing is we're using our money to support Ukraine. What the government is doing is we're saying we're not going to send troops, per se. We're going to give you money. We're going to fight. We're going to fight this. And let you let what let me summarize. They're, we'll let you do our dirty work because yeah. we don't want to engage. We don't. I, I don't say they don't have a reason to or want to engage, but that we're going to fight this from this aspect and fund you and let you do our dirty work for us. It's the ultimate proxy. Well, work. well, here it is. You know, you call it what you want, but it's no different than what we just just talked about the pay to slay. You're you're paying these people to commit acts of suicide or terrorism 
and, and do your dirty work. It's the same crap the United States is doing right now in Ukraine. We're giving them money to do our dirty work. Did I just compare the United States to a terrorist group? I sure did. Because some of the crap we're doing, yeah, you don't. we don't call it terrorist group, but it's freaking shady. Well, the, the fact that you're funding a terrorist group, like you go back and look at ISIS. You know, we were funding those guys to, to go against mm -hmm. Al-Qaeda. And then, whoa, look at that. ISIS takes over, and now they're just yeah. as bad, if not worse. And, uh, you know, I, I really like this slide because it, it blew me away. So here we go, guys. I, I don't know about you, but uh, if you really look at Ukraine at all, you'll start to see there's been a lot of corruption for several years. So what, what makes America so great? The fact that we will give more money to the most corrupt country on this list. And, uh, and no one's going to do anything about it. No like one's saying. Pakistan's pretty screwed up. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. don't get me wrong. But am I going to say it's worse than Ukraine? Well, I, I don't know. Latin America in uh, 1964. These are old. I mean, those numbers are old. Now we're looking at Ukraine in 2022. The, but the point of yeah. it is, is like the it's the percentages. Now money changes, sure. uh, inflation, et cetera. But the, that percentage, that's the real number that, that mm -hmm. you need to be looking at. And it, it's scary because it's like what. I, we can all we can go back to Israel and say, hey, you know, we've had this long-standing relationship with them. It kind of makes sense while we're giving them money. Uh, same thing with Latin America. I mean, come on, it's right there. Yeah. Uh, but you start talking about Ukraine, and it's like, what is this well, obsession yeah. other than money laundering and this weird connection between the Biden family and Ukraine? Mm -hmm. um, now, why, why do we bring this up? We're under attack. Like, I don't know if, if Americans are aware right now. Uh, how many illegals are entering this country? Military age fighting males. Yeah, they're setting us up. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and and the fact that people don't understand that whenever you're giving seventy five billion dollars, just imagine. And this is just, and you got to people got to keep in mind. This is these are numbers from twenty two to I think twenty three. I, th yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. October of twenty three breaks that. So I mean, that number is higher. Look at that. Look at that, guys. Yeah. 75 billion, and I'm pretty sure it's more than that because that's 2022. Mm -hmm. I know we've sent some more. Yeah, since then. yeah, I think somewhere it's, it's over 100. It's over 100. And I think it's 120 was the actual number on that, I think. And it's just like, please, someone make it make sense how we can throw $120 billion at a foreign country that is light years away from us to fight mm -hmm. in a, a war that we have truly no idea about. Like, tell me. Five Americans that you know wear the Ukraine flag that can actually tell me why Russia and Ukraine are fighting. Mm -hmm. Most of them can't. Yeah, and and see the people in America. Here's where you start thinking. You know, if you think back a little bit, your age, you're you're younger. You may not remember, but if you look at that list, and there's a couple of things I pointed out, and do your research on this people. That very bottom one, Yemen. We've had some problems over there. Yeah, and yet we're giving them money. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Afghanistan, I kind of understand to a, to some level, depending on, you know, the break, but Yemen yeah, should have never been there. We did blow them up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there were some problems there. Yeah. I mean, people, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to get into this history lesson for everybody. You know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can look it up if you care to. Um, but yeah, we should have never sent money to them. Egypt, debatable, <laughs> Ethiopia. I ain't got a damn See, clue why. Here's, here's what's <laughs> funny know, about Ethiopia. Know. Cause I mean, what, like it wasn't there an old saying, something like, uh, I'm hungry as an Ethiopian, something like that. Um, anyway, the point of it is you got starving kids in, in Ethiopia 24-7. Yeah. We, we got it in the and, United States and our listing on and, there. And, and just look at the, the, the difference between aid. $74 yeah. billion. 
You could you could fix it's, so well, much in the world. Yeah. Well, I've said that before with all the stuff we, you know, and I've said this, and I, and I will say it again because I, I'm kind of still die on this hill. Essentially, is we've got seventy five billion dollars going to these countries, and we've got a mental health crisis in the United States has been basically untouched. You still got to pay for, you know, you know, if you need help, you know, so there's things we could be doing. At kids shooting up schools and all that crap. We could be using this money to help help the United States versus fight somebody else's war. Now. To me, I, I really wanted to show this slide because that one of my key takeaways, because this is, again, something else that doesn't get talked about too much. Whenever they're talking about this financial portion, the 35%, that's us funding their government and mm-hmm. their teachers and politicians and everyone else. We're keeping Ukraine open right now. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, why? Are, are we really trying to say that if we save Ukraine, democracy is never going to be under attack again? Especially yeah. here in America, as millions of illegal immigrants flood our country, ready to fight. Yeah, we're going to have to find a way to fund ourselves because it's coming. It, this year. Yeah. I, I, people, people, I've had people ask me, do you think we're, here recently, you know, within the last week, actually, a couple of people, you think we're, you know, they, they value some of my military knowledge. And they've asked, you know, basically from your military standpoint, do you think we're on, you know, the brink of a civil war? Yes. It's not civil war. I think we're going to be know, attacked from the outside. I I don't th- I don't see it quite that way. I think it's I think it's uh it, well, not to get into that cuz it's not what we're necessarily here to talk about today. I think it'll turn out internal. And then because what I think will happen is the government's going to hit a, a crap ton of resistance and then as a byproduct of that they're going to have to bring in outside to deal with that. The reason I say that the precedence is already in Texas right now that's being established. Yeah. People don't look at it that way, but you look at what's going on. The state, and I'm summarizing. There's a very lengthy story there on the border, but the base, and not basically what it happens. Texas says you all suck. I don't like what you're doing. You can't. The federal government, you can't control this, so we're going to do it. Well, Texas steps in, starts doing this crap, and actually producing results. And then now what comes in is the president comes in and, and the con- you can't do that. You can't do this. And so they go in and take all these this wire down, Constantine razor wire, and they're like, yeah, well, screw you. We're going to. Anyway, so they put it back up. Mm-hmm. And so now they're in this feud of what the federal government can and can't do in these situations. And it's kind of right now, basically, it's a, you know, again, I'm summarizing. There's a lot going on, but it's a standoff. I don't know. And what- you wait, what's going to happen? Because what's going to happen that's going to make this a international or a world thing? deal. Somebody's going to pull a trigger on each other eventually. Because oh, like here, federal and well, state. here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you so you got these state fishers out there, the National Guard, and then you you say the Border Patrol comes and said, "No, we're taking it down." How do you stop it? And if they don't stop, what do you do? If they take it that far, if they're going to stand their ground, somebody's going to get shot over this. Yeah. When that trigger's pulled, that's when this is going to kick off. And the thing of it is that you look at the state. I don't think the people in Texas has a lot to deal with. And now here's the other thing. And, and why this is a big issue and why I say it happens in the United States first. Because people, if you look into this crap, everybody's, well, Texas, no, Texas ain't the only one involved with this. There is other states that have activated their National Guard and sent manpower to Texas to support them. Multiple states, Oklahoma being one of them. A lot of people don't know that because that's why you don't freaking look at the stuff. You start blabbering how this is all freaking messed up and all this other crap. Get your facts straight. There's other states, several states that is involved in what Texas is doing right now. It's not just Texas. And it's because people has had enough of the federal government screwing stuff up. We said we're taking over. 
Now you take that further. Here's where it becomes down, and here's where you got to be very careful getting censored on here, is because what that comes down to is your Second Amendment rights. Is they start infringing, and I'm not talking about Second Amendment rights. Is the states? I want you to put this in proper context. There's other states helping out Texas. We're saying the government, you screw this up. We're going to help them because they're doing it right. The government comes in now and tries to implement laws on certain states. The states are standing up and saying, no, we ain't doing that. We ain't enforcing that law. Get out of here. See, now it's going to, you'll have an internal yeah, war. Yeah, it's going to, and you've already got states over. saying, hey, we're going to help you. And, and then, you know, you look at predictive programming and wouldn't you know it, there's a movie called Civil War coming out this year. See, in my opinion, I, I agree with you, definitely internal conflict within America is going to boil over into some type of a national uh, crisis. But on the other hand, you know, if I'm uh, deep state and I'm trying to destroy America from within, uh, number one, I would do what I'm doing as in sending all the money outside of the mm -hmm. U.S. Let's plunder America. Because, by the way, we don't get any of that money back. You know, there is no repayment yeah. agreement that these people are signing. So now we're bankrupt. We're, we've given away all of our military weapons to other countries to fight wars with Russia. Uh, we're defenseless. And, and guess what? If I'm a deep state politician, I would make it look like it's right versus left, yeah. uh, north versus south. But in reality, I'm just using all those illegals that I brought in to, to actually yeah. fight. Because those Democrats, I hate to say it, 95% of Democrat voters can't fight. Yeah. And, and they yeah, and are the incapable thing, of defending themselves. And you brought a valid point. And, you know, we sent, you know, sent 70 some to 100 some billion dollars over to a foreign country to beef up their military and stuff like that. Now, see, here's the problem. I talked about this last week. There's a national report out. Anybody can look at this again. And it has shown that our military in the United States on several things is weak. Noted in this report that it is weak. And see, here's the other thing. So you got this budget of 70 some million dollars going in, which you just pulled it up, you know, in here. So the Marine Corps, and here, here's the thing people can understand. Let me, let me back this up. So I just said this there is a report that came out by the military, and, you know, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called, but either way, it, it's a, this report and it shows the weakness, strong links, whatever. Okay. So out of all the branches of service and including nuclear, capabilities, all this other stuff, the Marine Corps was the strongest out of them all. Not This is not something, okay, you're a Marine, you're just saying that crap. No, this stuff is out there. Now, I'm only bringing that point up. It's not about one's better than the other. I think all the branches are great. They have a place. Um, sometimes, you know, they're different capabilities. But either way, so if the Marine Corps is the strongest one, their annual budget is $53.2 billion. To explain to me why why the strongest, it has a smaller budget than the crap we're sending to a foreign country. That's an issue. Now, overall, overall, our military is noted as weak. The overall report said our military overall is weak. And, and it would depleted. be very hard for us to fight a two-front war, if not a three-front war, which is a very strong possibility right now with the climate of everything going on. We could be in internal war, Russia, Ukraine. China. Um, uh, yeah, China. And, you know, Texas, I mean, yeah, it's obviously internal, but you see, you've got all these things sparking up Israel the cartels. And so <laughs> we can't even fight that two front war if three front war, if they've already admitted that, but see, here's the thing. We're sending all this money over here. We're not taking care of our own. Why are we not beefing up our own military? We, this, the writing's on the wall that it's about to hit the <laughs> yeah. fan. Why are we not taking care of our own first? The scariest part is like. You know, if, say, I'm a military general or whatever, and I'm doing these operations, we're bombing Yemen, we're bombing Afghanistan, uh, we're sending guns to Ukraine, at a certain point, you have to take a step back and think, like, hey, 
we're probably pissing a lot of people off and making people hate us. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to open up our borders and allow anyone through, yeah. including the same people that we just got done bombing in some of these third world countries. Yeah. That they're now at our door. And guess what people want whenever you kill their family members? Revenge. Yeah. So tell me, America, do you really think... Do you, <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Uh, do you really want that kind of smoke with the rest of the world whenever our military is as weak as what it is right now? Yeah. This isn't the 1940s anymore. We're no longer the number one global superpower by far. Mm-hmm. Now there is a, a serious competition going on between us, Russia, and China, uh, in my opinion. Now, the, the hard part here is how do we come back? How, like whenever all the politicians are just towing the party line, they're, they're regurgitating the same talking points over and over again, how do we get out of this? We don't. Yeah, we're, not supposed don't to, we're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah. We're not supposed to. It's never designed that way. Russia had, or not Russia, Ukraine has went on what people, people were shocked that they could take on Russia. So Russia is not as superpower as what people thought they were. You know, however, they do have nuclear capabilities that Ukraine don't. But here, this where I'm going. Here's, here's why you don't go back on this. We got Israel involved, Ukraine. Then we got some partial ties in the Middle East with that. You know, they kind of indebted a little bit and all this other stuff. To me, it's a perfect lining for a world order. Right. You get enough the people. Exactly. You get people. You're you're again. You're buying them in. You're hey, we're helping you, and then somewhere these favors are going to come in. It's yeah, a superpower, yeah. and that's what I think they're doing. So okay, call it what you want. I know that's kind of a stretch, and it's a government conspiracy thing. But hey, the thing of it is, again, the writing's on the wall for some one world order for a long time. They've been saying there's just stars that's starting to align up. I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but I'm saying this could be used to their advantage if that's what they're trying to do. One of the other things that come to my mind because you talk about new world order. So how does that work? Well, hey, we're under attack, guys. There's a civil war going on, or the illegals are now Mm -hmm. doing terrorist attacks. Guess what? Martial law. Can't have an election now because yeah. we're under attack. Well, see, and that's what people in America need to understand. You know, they say, oh, well, you know, they can't. No, they can because, see, you, you again, you get Ukraine on their side. We're fighting them, and they're pretty much, say, they got everything wrapped up with Russia. They come to some agreement, blah, blah, whatever, and something breaks out in America. Now they can bring Ukraine into America to fight against us and mm-hmm. use them. To, okay, the, the federal government can do that. And, and people say it's far-fetched, but no, because they're indebted to us. Yep. Well, and um, well, also vice versa, though. We're indebted to a <clears throat> lot of people. Yeah. I mean, when you have over, like, a couple trillion, well, I think it's in, like, the 50 trillion, something. it's insane. It's mm-hmm. stupid. And all they're doing is just continuing to run up the check. Now, what what is that going to do? Eventually, it's going to burst. The dollar's going to be meaningless. And then that's whenever you insert central digital banking currency, one world you know, hey, yeah. we're, we all use one currency now. Well, you look at it even right now, you know, people think that's never happened. Ever. Man, I'm telling you, cash is getting, it's not it's astronomically not hard. Yeah. But let me tell you something. If you go try to go to your bank and you deposit certain, they want to know. They want to know every move. Now, I understand because a laundered. bunch of reasons. I mean, yeah. I understand a bunch of reasons. But if you go down to your bank and ask for a withdrawal, I'm going to tell you, cause I, somebody can get on their banking tell me different. But you go down to the bank and get a million bucks. Say, I want a million dollars cash. You go get that money, and one, it's going to take some time. Yep. Okay. Now, you go back in, say you don't do anything with it. You just like, oh, that business deal didn't work out, you know, whatever. And you go back into that bank and try to say, I want to deposit this million dollars back in. No. It's not like, okay, hmm. yes, sir, we're going to take that. And I'm telling you, it will screw 
things up. If not, I bet that bank would have to shut down for the day just to deal with that. If you force, I bet they would have to shut down because they can't, it's not that they can't handle the money. There's a lot of internal things going on, but when you start dealing with cash, it's not like it used to be. They're forcing this stuff down everybody. So that's why everything, even, even food stamps to just, you know, everything. That's why the credit cards, digital, this digital, that's why. Yep. They're trying to go to that. The problem, I don't. I mean, there's convenience, and that's what they want you to believe. That's what they bring. It was convenience. You can yeah. use your credit card. You swipe your debit card. Yeah, but what happens whenever there's a freaking EMP? Mm-hmm. Oh, your credit card don't work. You know, and you're stuck without money. You cash, can't get food. cash is still valid in those crap situations. You know, I've seen that whenever in in other countries, um, whenever currency was just crap, American dollar was still good. It held value. Um, but here's the thing: you go over there in a freaking third world country, and, and everything goes to hell. You can't just walk into a freaking. Little, you can't just swipe your card. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah, and people don't understand that. But you know, anyway, so you you get into this stuff, and that's just one like an EMP. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that may not happen. You know, Russia doesn't do it to us. And why? Um, why but, do they not like cash? Well, it's because the thing of it is, when you have cash, there's a couple of things. One, if you're just getting paid straight cash, the government can control that, and they can't get their. They don't like that because they don't have control. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, there's taxes, but like I can't we'll track say, it. we'll say all these people are making thirty thousand dollars a year under the table. You know that's great. It, you know I understand they're evading their taxes and blah 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 whatever. I'm like I get that, but like go after the billionaires that's freaking doing this crap, and they're playing the game. They're playing it right. They're playing. They're playing the game. You know Trump said this stuff too. They're playing. Trump's come out and said, yeah, I do that. I write that off. And yeah, it's basically, but yeah. I'm just playing the game yep. that you all do. And every, and what you do, what he turned around further and said was every one of you does it too. That's why these tax laws never change because they're not the only, he's yeah. not the only one taking advantage of it. He was the only one that had enough balls to say, yeah, yeah I do do it, it. <laughs> you know? And, and if I ever got to that position, I'm going to take advantage of every, you know, the yeah, tax, tax codes that's there. That you're giving me. Like, you're stupid yeah. if you're not. You're like, well, I'm just playing it honest. Well, honest is doing it the yeah. way that the law is. Yep. Well, and that's the thing. It's in the law. Yeah. And I mean, it's not, you're not doing anything crooked or illegal. It may, it, you know, conscious sake, it's kind of shady because you can look at it. But I mean, like. Well, number one, what I would say is in, in today's world, especially in America 2024, if I had the option to not give a single dime of my taxes to the federal government, I wouldn't do it. Because I know they're not spending it right. They're not right. focusing on us. Like, I don't give you money so you can fund another war. I don't. Yeah. I, I want health care. I want my kids to be healthy. I want the, the grocery stores to be stocked. And I want people to make yeah. a, a good living. Yeah. I know. I agree. <laughs> um, now Buy the, more cows so you can create more milk. Create more milk. Then it ain't freaking $10 a gallon. It's not $10 a gallon. But you know what I'm saying. The, the point of it is, is, ultimately, guys, it's like, wake up. These people don't care about you. They would rather make it to the New World Order and, mm-hmm. and you'll get their ticket punched and watch you die. Yeah. <laughs> than, well, people than don't understand. I mean, the simplicity of things, up. the things we enjoy. Here, here's this in thought, and here's one because I'll probably get an email on this one too, and that's fine. I'm not trying to talk trash. We look at PETA. So, they're obviously, their objective is, is we believe everybody should be vegan. Well, I believe I should be able to eat a chicken egg if I want to. I believe I should be able to eat a steak. Well, they don't believe, you know, but see, that's the thing. And that's fine if you, they believe that stuff, but see, they start imposing that stuff yeah, on others and they start getting traction. So what, basically what I'm saying, what do you advocate? We should just no longer have chickens. We should no longer have beef. I know they're going to, well, no, we're not saying that. We're just saying you shouldn't kill them. You shouldn't eat them. Well, what if I disagree and think that I should protect lettuce? You oh, see, right. But, but yeah, you, you're killing innocent lettuce. But do you see my point? Yeah. Like, I should be able to eat a beef if you want to eat a horse. I don't care what, you know, whatever. Right. Like, I'm not, 
frowning on you because you want to eat carrots and, and broccoli all day or whatever, you know, vegans eat, you know, like but, I don't care, but like, how come, how come it's one sided? You know, we see this in the BLM, we see this in LGBTQ stuff. And it's the same. I don't care. Yeah, I'm comparing you to a bunch of vegetables, I guess, because that's what somebody out there on the internet is going to derive from this. So I'll just claim it what it is. It's how ignorant that is, is you want us to comply to these things, but yet I, well, I don't want you to eat that. So no, you can't because it offends me. You know, come on. All right. Now, in defense, I will say there are some things you're just not allowed to eat. It's like two, two animals, human beings, Those aren't an animal. Humans are animals. Well, go let me tell go you outside and look at how crazy people are. And tell let me, me tell you animals. something. There's foreign countries that eat freaking dogs, and I've been to those foreign I, countries. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I'm not going to say I've ate a cat or a dog, but here's what I'm going to say. I've went to these foreign countries, and I, that was part of it for me. I wanted to experience, you know, I wanted to try the, this, yeah, the, the food delicacy. they have. I can't say definitively I ate a cat or a dog, but I can say this. I've been to those foreign countries, and if they served me a cat or a dog, I'd probably eat it again because the stuff was good. I didn't find much right. stuff. I, mean, I didn't get like this from not eating. <laughs> yeah. I like their food, you know, and here's the other thing. People, I won't eat a horse. Yeah, you know why you won't eat a horse? Because you consider it a pet. Yep. A dog, same, same thing. thing. Now, again, I ain't eating a horse. I ain't eating a dog. But I'm going to tell you this. If, if I'm out enough. there starving, yeah. <laughs> your little puppy yeah. is going to be dinner. Yeah, sorry, Scott. I don't care. People are like, that's disgusting. I don't care. But let me tell you something. Here, here's how here's how screwed up people are. And you won't eat a cat. But yet, there's people in the United States that will go out mountain lion hunting and eat that thing. What oh, the yeah. hell do you think that is? It's a cat. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's a big cat. Yeah. It's a big kitty cat. <laughs> but it's the same thing. And I'm not saying that most people do, but there's some that do, and it's okay. No, it's not. You're eating little fluffy. Yeah, <laughs> Call uh, it what you want. So, But I, in those so, situations, if the, if it came down, I'll eat your dog. I don't care. So to, I'm not starving to death. To kind of come back to what you were saying about this forced compliance you know, the craziest part to me is just let, let's go back and reflect a little bit um, just about Christianity in America. They banned reading the Bible in the classroom. They mm-hmm. banned having the Ten Commandments outside of state and legislative buildings, whatever, uh, all because it, it upsets other mm-hmm. religions. But now we fast forward a couple of years, and guess what What they have outside? Of, I believe it's Iowa University, a statue of Baal. <laughs> and and you know why they allowed them to put up this statue uh, for the Church of Satan? Because uh, it might it, it's unfair for them not to have that. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can ban the Bible because it, it upsets other religions, mm-hmm. but then you can allow another religion to uh, erect a statue on a college campus, and and that's mm-hmm. equal playing fields. So the it's point not. of it is is like what we're seeing is state sanctioned religion right now. Right now it's the LGBT, the climate change, blah blah. blah. They're creating a religion out of this. You know, why is it that I can't fly the, the Christian flag at the state office building, but they can hang the LGBTQ flag? Mm-hmm. Make that make sense. Prettier. Uh, no, it, it, it's called propaganda <laughs> well, I, and indoctrination. I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, I know. I get it 100%. You know, we see that all the time. You know, kids do that. You know, think There's ways you can get this stuff in schools. You know, I propose that there. You know, it's been a couple of years ago. They tried that nonsense up here. There was a you know, long story, but... You know, they were trying to have this Muslim rights, you know, all this educate them on Muslims and all that stuff. Okay, that's fine. But are you going to let me or another, well, you know, pastor come in here and preach the gospel behind it? 
Probably well, not. not well. We need educated on well, we need educated on Christianity too. Yep, and now so, more than ever, it never happened. But see, that's the resistance that people need to put up. It's like, hey, we're not. I'm not hating the Muslims. That's what you believe. I don't personally agree with it, but obviously, they wouldn't believe with Christianity. That's fine. Yeah, yep. you, you can know, coexist. Like, but if you're going to sit here and force it down one side, like I turn the table, just like you said, LGBTQ, you come here and preach your, you know, your, your, or teach your LGBTQ stuff. That's fine. Let me follow it by teaching you, you know, the, yeah, you know, my Christian values, a, Christian values. Yeah. Or if you don't like the Christian value side, because then you get into religion, so you got to kind of separate so that. But they, if you can come in there and teach religious. people how to be, you know, that being gay is fine and everything else. Well, why can't you let some let the straight people come in and say, hey, this is what we believe yep. and you can have a straight lifestyle with just as many, you know, well, I can't say many benefits because they get more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they but, get all the love. You know, like and and teach that lifestyle instead. And, and there's still places that do, but you see that's where it's not. You know, and, and here's why. And it's not because the, the the school were necessary or the schools or the government has a problem with it. Where the issue lies is they don't have the balls to say yeah, sure, that makes sense because they have to offend the LGBTQ. Because they're they're doing mental gymnastics to mm-hmm. stay with the mind. They're afraid virus. to say something. They have scared America. See, everybody's like, "Oh, we need equal rights." I mean, you you don't have freaking equal rights, and you never will. Yeah. People, you need to freaking understand this from the LGBTQ XYZ community. I'm telling you, you're never going to have equal rights yeah. because you did not earn them. And let me explain that. So you haters out there, you are making, you are doing this and making people comply out of fear. That's why you'll never have those rights. If you do get them, so be it. They're, they're based out of fear. You're never going to be created equal. You will never be treated as equal because you're doing it and you're making people make decisions because you think you have to be called a certain pronoun. You have to be treated. You're doing it out of fear. It's not out of actually like, Hey, here's what I believe. Let me finish. And doing it, I, and I'm not saying people do it out of hatred and love. It's if you make somebody do something out of fear, you're building resentment and hatred towards you. That's no. why they're hitting brick walls with this stuff. You know, the, the hard part, especially whenever you talk about uh, equality, number one, in my opinion, what they're doing here is they're trying to create equality of outcome, not mm-hmm. uh, equal opportunities. Like we all have the same playing field like basically if i'm an interviewer i close my eyes and i just listen to what you have to say i'm not looking at your skin color i'm not looking at your ethnicity or whatever it's just what did you just say to me does that match the job description and the qualifications Mm -hmm. needed so that's uh equal opportunities but the equality of outcome side is a completely different thing because now you're rigging the game you're saying that oh because you came from a affluent family and this guy grew up in the hood uh we're going to give you both the same job the same wages uh make you go to the same school etc and what does that do? It stifles growth. Like you, you want to talk about how people innovate and come up with new ideas. It's not whenever you're told this is as far as you can go. Yeah. Because Johnny isn't as smart as you and and can't keep up. So yeah. we got to make Johnny feel good here. Now to take it a step further, they talk about equality. Women, hear me well. You don't want equality, and you have unfair advantages against men. Tell me <laughs> one man that's went into a courtroom. And had the upper hand over a woman in a divorce or in a domestic violence situation. How many men get believed over women in a courtroom? In, in, a, in, in a perfect situation. I, I want to, so people understand what you're saying. Now, there's cases where a woman or the guy, for that matter, is just a pe- piece of crap. We're yeah, it's kind of a no brainer. We're talking like normal husband, yeah. wife, go in there. 
Women divorced. hands down in this society get it. And I, and I agree. Women do not want equality. And I can tell you right now that most women in the United States don't want it. They, they cower. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how. It's men's fault, too. Because you're letting these people get away with it. Yep. Yeah. Every time. You know? And here's my thing. And I'll, and I'll say this stuff from a platform. I'll say it to your face. I don't care. You have a vagina. You ain't the same as me. We're okay? not the same. And people say, well, you're just talking trash. You're sexist. No, I'm telling you right now. No. that there is things, and I will stand by this, there is things that you cannot do as a woman, yep. period. Same thing, vice now, versa. Exactly. That's the thing that most men, you know, they, they'll make that statement, just leave it there. There is things that women can do better than men yep. and, and things that women are designed to that men can. You know, yeah, obviously, everybody, everybody exactly. That's what most people's default is. No, women are more patient as a general rule of thumb. They are more patient. <laughs> they are more understanding. Yeah. They are more loving. Well, you can go get your dick cut off, but it still don't change who you are. It still don't make you. Yeah, you might talk a little funny, but it doesn't make you have those traits yeah. that most women have. Innate traits, yeah. You can't change that. And That's you DNA. Yeah. You can't change your freaking DNA. You can go freaking get boobs, you can cut them off. You can get a penis or cut it, you can do whatever. It doesn't change that. Women were designed that way. Obviously, I preach from, or go from a, you know, preach, I guess, from a biblical side, yes. But there's still, you know, there's a reason why I believe God created people that way. And if you don't believe in God, you can't deny what I've just said. And, and so it doesn't change anything. But I've said this thing in other podcasts too is women are sitting by the sidelines and letting, oh, they're drag queens. Let them do their thing. They're taking away your vote, they're taking your power away as a woman. You know, what, what it was to be a woman, now you're letting a guy fill that role. And the thing of it is, that guy that is doing that, people and people gonna like what I got to say here. This is where you're gonna get feedback. You're you're less of a man by that, yeah. by that definition of a man. Yeah, yeah. When you let and, your woman run things, and, and and people, well, you can't say. Why does it matter? You don't want to be a man anyway. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, so, so by your actions. Go go screw yourself. Yeah, that that's bad in the context of what we're saying. But either way, it probably would. It's like, why does it matter what you got to say? You're not trying to be a man anyway. So, yeah. well, you just called me less of a man, and people will argue that you can call me less of a. You're not trying to be a dude yeah, anyway. So, what does it matter? What does it matter? Yeah, you know. But that's that's the argument because they want the cake and eat it too. You know, as the old saying goes, it's 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 stupid look, the way this stuff works out. Look, man. At the end of the day, women actually want to be inferior to men. Super controversial to say that because you've got so many feminists out there who's like, you know, go queen. But the reality of it is, you go anywhere in America, 90% of women want their man to take care of them, mm -hmm. want the man to provide for them, and protect them. So it's like the this weird illusion that they're trying to paint that like women are somehow equal to men yeah. is not true. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that women aren't extremely gifted and talented and don't have so many ways that they can benefit the earth. But at the end of the day, there is a hierarchy here. Men over women. Well, it was always that way, you know, like go to the wild. And if you look at female this, female predators aren't protecting the males. Yeah, you look at this from a biblical perspective, and you can take part of this out. There's God, men, women, kids. Children. And here's the thing. Your kids come and disrespect you. There, there's hell to pay. You're going to discipline. You're going to say something. Well, see, there's there's a there is a you want to call hierarchy because there's an order. Yeah. And those kids answer to the mother. Mother answers to the husband. Yeah, I know they're going to stick. There's a proper yeah, context yeah. of which I'm talking. I'm not going to sit here and try to explain. Yeah, it. If, yeah. you, if you just want to fight, you're going to say something on here and comment on it anyway. So go, you know, go kick rocks. I don't care. But there, there's a proper way. You know, it's like, oh, the man's in charge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
But does that mean he's like, you do what I say, woman, you do it? Yeah. No, that's Go, not what I'm saying. Um, just like the man, if you, biblical, biblical people, for all you Christians that say you're Christians, the man is the one that answers to God for his family yep. and his, not the other way around. Yep. So no, if there's established there yeah. for a reason. For a and reason. It is a man's responsibility. But see, we go back into LGBTQ, the fight we're talking about. We go back into the husband and wife thing. We go back into the kids. See, I don't believe women are to blame. I think it's the men's fault. It is. And women are having to take men's roles because the men in today's society, I'm not talking about Gen X, just Gen Y, or whatever the heck this new generation is called. It's not because they just a bunch of pussies. No, because y'all created those pussies. That's the thing. Call it what you want. Mentally it's a generational them. thing. You see these stupid things that are quitting smoking stops with me. Well, that's what I'm saying here. You want this crap to stop, it stops with you. And teach your kids how to be a good man, how to be a good woman, and treat each other, the man, the woman, whatever sex your child is, to you teach this stuff at home. You teach them how to be a good man, a good woman. You don't need to teach you how to be a kid. I need to teach you how to be success, you know, successful is one thing but teach you how to treat the, the opposite sex and treat them with respect. And see, men don't do that. They've pawned it off on the woman. And you talked about a minute ago, so maybe people can grasp what I'm saying about women in the workplace. Women should be at home taking care of you. I'm sorry. It, it but should that, be that, that way. That should be that way. But in people, well, that's sexist here. You're going to get pissed off what I'm saying. But listen to me in context of what I'm saying. Men created it because you're freaking lazy. You don't go out and you're not making enough support to your family. Don't give me this crap. It's like, well, there's a job. You know, go. I don't care. Work too. Yep. You know, then there's a balance where you need to be there as a dad. Like, I get that. But you should be able to be provide. And, and I, but see, here you go. Now we go back into what we we're talking about earlier. It's the government. We have created. By the vote of the people, we have created an environment in which we live in where both people basically have to work to support a family. Yep. And I'm not talking living some extravagant life. I'm talking just middle-class people it. trying to make it meet. You have to have people. That's like the government. They like that because now it caused disruption in the family. It caused disruption in life. They hold the cards because you don't make enough freaking money. So they can withhold your food stamps. They can withhold your Social Security check. They can withhold all your little benefits, and they hold it over like a little freaking piece of candy saying, you don't do what I say, you ain't getting it. Well, and now, to take it a step further, now they have your kids. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? You're both at home, or you're you're both at work. Yeah, working eight to ten hours yep, a day. They got them eight to ten hours and, a day and brainwashing with yep, whatever they want. Yep, yeah, and and that's whenever things like the whole LGBTQ and the classroom things comes into effect. Because it's like, hold on, I have I grew up mm -hmm. in a Christian conservative home, and we do not want our children being taught that in public yeah. school. And now all of a sudden the, the government can override you as a parent and say, yep. actually, no, we need that. Yeah, we I'm, need kids to be exposed to sexuality. Precisely. At I mean, age. there's things that even the school, small town we live in, you know, they're teaching this stuff, you know, sexual violence, so, you know, you shouldn't touch a person here. This is my private part. And those are great things to teach kids. But see, the thing of it is, it ain't the school's response. I mean, the school has to now do these things. But like, I just, and I'm dumbfounded that even people like this, like, you don't teach your kids, like, hey, this is, this is your butt, this is your penis. This is your ball, whatever your breasts, yeah, and, and you don't teach your kids like, hey, you that's know, sacred. like that's the no no, yeah. that's my no no square, you know, yep. that's the old saying. But like, you don't teach your kids like, hey, if this happens, or or you know, like I'm I'm a decent dad, you know, I hope so. Been by whose definition you're looking at, but like I teach my kids, hey, if some dude picks you or a girl picks you up and you don't know him, you kick, scream, claw, yell, you know, bite, whatever you got to do, kick them, tell them where to hit them. You know, you fight because that person's trying to do you harm. Yep. 
and you know, and as a kid, well, what if you let dad deal with the consequences? Right. Yeah. You I'll just come into I the place, yeah. you know, and deal with the repercussions, but they're not going to be wrong. But like parents, you don't teach your kids that. It's like yeah. your kids walk out in the road. You're like, well, I hope little Johnny figures out to look both ways. Right. He's going to get hit by a damn truck. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to catch up to you. Well, that's a, it's really the same concept here. You don't teach your kids like, hey, there is sickos out here in the world. There's pedophiles. There's people that just kidnap you and take advantage of you and, and sell you yep. to people. You you do what you can to prevent that, and you teach your kids. Yeah, is that little eight or nine-year-old have an advantage over a grown man? No. But if they're at school and they start yelling, kicking, screaming, there's going to get enough attention to be or like, somebody's going to be like, uh, this ain't right. Yeah, yeah, in a public place. Now, the, you know? the hard part really is it goes back into, unfortunately, parents nowadays are just as addicted to their cell phones. They're just as addicted to drugs and alcohol. They're so overwhelmed with politics and job performance and blah, blah, blah. They gave up on parenting. They said, you know what? Let's let YouTube do it. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's let those public teachers give it a crack. Yeah. And as a result, you're seeing the mental health crisis just go through the roof. It's because there is no foundation. You know, the moment you break up the nuclear family, and I'm not saying that you can't have gay people out in the world. But as a majority, there needs to be families. Mm-hmm. And there's just not that many gay families that work out. Yeah. Look at it. Look at the statistics. There's something there, I'm telling you. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying correlation is causation, uh, but you know, be critical thinking. Yeah. So well, they reverse it's reverse psychology is what they put on. The gay people have a more suicide rate, you know, other stuff. And I, I, tend I wonder to agree why you're right, but see what those statistics, well, the, the statistics are there, but what the LGBTQ, here's what they're going to tell you. For instance, we have a higher suicide rate because we're gay and whatever. No, th- there's some truth to that, but here's the reason why there's a high suicide rate. Number one is these people go into these things and they're so deep involved in it. And they're like, Oh crap, I made a mistake. Yeah, I just chopped off my, my penis. And now they're ruined for the rest of their life. Or how about this? And Maybe because and you're so, telling them that you're yeah. going to commit suicide if you don't get this medication. Exactly. If you aren't accepted into this cult. Exactly. Well, that's the thing, and people do that. There is people, we know that with the mental health issues in America, people will threaten, if not commit suicide, to leverage certain situations. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're going to break up with me? I'm going to go yeah. kill myself. Yeah. How many times now and to take it? And I'd been like, here, go ahead, because I don't want to yeah. be with you. You're crazy. <laughs> right. That is wild, man. It is. Uh, I'll challenge him. Go ahead. Do it. You know, the, the real issue, though, becomes is, are these your thoughts? You know, uh, we had a really good sermon this morning uh, about influence. Who's influencing you? Who, who are you idolizing? And the problem of it is, is that a lot of these young kids are idolizing blue-haired freaks that are mentally disabled. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but if you identify, I, you have boobs, you have a vagina, you were born a female, and you think you're a male, that is not normal. Nope. You are mentally disabled. You have a problem. And, and the thing of it is, 10 years ago, we acknowledged it. But now it's like a superpower. Yeah. Make that make sense. Yeah. And and the reason why it doesn't make sense is because it's not supposed to. Well, the, you're, you, you're just supposed to conform. And oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you see this person; they look like Harley off Batman. You got what, what color hair do you got today? You, like you can't you you. You, and it's just simplicity, and this is not just LGBTQ. So you've got this person that comes to school with black hair one day, next week it's blue, the other week it's pink, and then they go wear goth. Then they wear, like, yeah. Now, Maybe, there's uh, people that just, like, hey, I'm going through this rebellion stage. I know there's some thing, you know, teenage, you know, I could go on and on, but, like, that should be a telltale sign. Like, 
you've got an identity crisis. Exactly. I don't care what you say. There's an issue there. Yeah, you don't know how who you deep are. it goes. Who knows? Um, and stuff like that. You know, so like there's some there's some signs. But you're right. You were idolizing. You know, obviously social media. We're getting on bandwagons that you're just like, oh, I'm gay. Why? Well, because everybody is on social media. So I am yep. now too. Yep. Um, but or people. But get you're right. You're getting your your the people that's influencing your kids have already got mental issues. Now I'm not sitting here advocating that because you're gay you have a mental issue. Yeah. You know, that's not what I'm necessarily saying. I would say if saying, you're trans, you, but, you do have a mental but issue. But whenever you're going in there and you're pushing stuff down our throats, you know, people, I'm telling you, people don't, and I'll even LGBTQ, straight people, this goes you. I'm telling you, it will never have equality. You can't have equality. It's never going to happen. I don't care if you're straight or if you're gay. And I'm going to shoot this down right here, right now, and squash this argument for everybody in the United States. Okay, for all you people that's confused and you want to identify as an animal, Okay. I can take an animal to the vet right now and have it euthanized. But you identify as a damn cat. If I have you euthanized, I will go to prison. Why is that? Because that's it's a human not being. Equality. It never will be. Because it's if not you a go, cat. If you go over there and crap in a litter box, I don't care if you're freaking five or if you're 50, you go over there as a little furry and crap in a litter box and I come over there and kick you, I'm going to go to prison or jail for assault. However, if I do that to my dog or cat, just animal cruelty. At most. And even then, context You can't here. have equality. It never will. And you can't have your cake and eat it, too. So there's a difference in these things. Okay, well, you can have, you know, whatever. Okay, I'm telling you right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care what surgery you have. I don't care how much money you put into it. If you are a guy and you are screwing another guy, you ain't having a kid. Yeah, it's impossible. Vice versa. Women and women, you ain't having you ain't equal to me biologically. You it's not going to happen. So don't tell me this equality crap because you were not equal. It's not the same situation. I'm not saying you're inferior, less of a person. Yeah, right? I'm not saying that. But but it's this equal crap. You don't have equality. It's not going to happen. It's not designed that way. Well, and and the reality of it is, you don't want equality. You know, and like I'm the, sick the of that stuff with freaking black people too, and white people, and every other race. We need to be treated equal. No, you're black. It's fine. Yeah, I'm white. It's fine. Be black. Yeah, and be love white. each other. <laughs> be Hispanic. Yeah. Be Japanese, Chinese, whatever the heck you are. Be fine with that. Quit making everybody freaking try to comply with your freaking race and what you believe. Well, and how about this? You know, quit. Making yourself a victim. I know people hate that because they're like, you don't understand. You know, I've been pulled over by the cops unfairly. I've been put in jail on false charges. Yeah, but you blah, did blah. too just a couple of weeks ago. You got pulled. And I'm telling you right yeah. now, those yep. cops were crap for what they did. You got pulled over and, and they smelled alcohol. Yeah. Let me just get the story straight and I'll go back and critique it. These supposedly smelled alcohol. So you get out and do all their stupid little monkey tricks and you know, walk the line, pin, you know, yep. all that crap. You pass, pass that. And then they're like, oh, we need to do a breathalyzer. Okay, that's yeah, and you're white. Clearly, yeah. you're white. Yeah. You know, um, you're not a chameleon. You're not changing colors here. You're still white. <laughs> he was on the first episode. He still is. So here's what. But see, here's what happened: is what you should have done, could have done, and, and and this is just for everybody, not just you. Is you did their stupid little tricks. They have no probable cause after that. Right. Yeah. They don't. Especially whenever now, I pass. now, if you deny it, they're going to try to arrest you and take you down and make you do blood work. I'm the type of guy to be like, screw you, dude. Because here's the thing, people. People need to understand this. When they, I smell alcohol, that's the stupid cop's freaking way to just make probable cause. Yep. That's no different than them getting up there in a freaking car and say, oh, I smell marijuana. Probable cause. Freaking prove it. Yeah. 
okay, now a little bit further. You did their stupid field sobriety test and passed that. They have nothing after that. It was that. a 0.0. But see, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm going to do, and I know I have to use you as an example, is this is how stupid people are. They don't understand that. So they'll go through the game. Let them, you know, go yep. through the breathalyzer. I'll go through the motions. And, exactly. Yep. And give them what they want so they can catch you on just a little infraction. But here's what you're doing whenever you do that. Whenever you do that, you're opening up the door with probable cause and other things for them to go past yeah, and when they up. say probable cause, when they smell alcohol, they're looking for something else besides yeah. that. I'm telling you what they were doing because I know you smoke marijuana. Oh, yeah. They're looking for other things. Whenever you say probable cause, now they can say, oh, we can search this dude's car. Yep. We can oh, yeah. do this. We can do that. You're opening up the door to get taken advantage of. Yep. And and believe me, you know, thankfully, um, at the end of it, after the breathalyzer, you know, when it's like, dude, there's literally zero evidence of me in any way being intoxicated mm-hmm. here, they were cool about it. They're like, hey, man, thanks for doing this with us. Sorry. Yeah. Now the, I would have said that, I, too, if you blew me. True true that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be like, man, yeah, sorry you had to do sta- that. The cops were standing in line. Yeah. Man. Why do yeah, you think they're going to say? Three of them. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the ultimate thing here is it's tough, you know, because on, on one hand, you want to be a good citizen. You want to just do your part and, and not be a, a troublemaker or an asshole. So as a result, you know, you get pulled over and you just comply. Hey, I'll, I'll do the test, et cetera, et cetera. But then it, you go into something like the LGBTQ thing. And it's like, uh, I don't have a problem with gay people. Or, you know, if you identify as a cat, I'll call you a cat. The problem with that is that, okay, you know the difference, but your child doesn't. Yeah. Your neighbor may not fully understand what's going on here and, and doesn't have the, the capacity. Well, see, people got to understand. But see, here's the thing. Here's again, I'll go back to this. This is why you don't want equality, people. You don't want to be treated equal because I'll treat you equal. Oh, identify as a cat. No, you're a pussy. But is that what not they're called? Oh, identify as a dog. Okay, you're a bitch. Is that not a dog? Yeah, yeah. Now, if we use those terms, especially in school or on little children, how do you think you're going to be viewed? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, people, it's never going to happen and you don't want it to happen. Yeah. Well, it. You know, I feel like we could go on and on with this, and it kind of took a, a turn. The reality of it is, is just critically think for yourself and understand that something's coming. I don't know what, I don't know exactly how, but something's coming this year before November twenty twenty four. Oh, sure, I agree. Because the government you, needs that to leverage some for the have, election. You literally have a man in the president that a report has come out and blatantly stated he does not remember what's going on. Is he a man or a robot? Uh, he's a man. Just a very old. I know. But have uh, you seen like Mission Impossible, the masks and the fake skin? Oh, yeah. You look oh, at several yeah. footages. Yeah. It's there. You know. Biden is, but none of the world leaders I are the same. Uh, now, the point of it is okay, so you have this uh, literally a walking zombie that you're, you're running for president in 2024 that you know can't do the job and let alone maybe not even make it to the end of that pre- pregnancy, presidency. <clears throat> so, what, what am I getting at here? They have another plan. Mm-hmm. And maybe to roll out Michelle Obama or maybe Gavin Newsom, but I promise you, Joe Biden isn't the plan. Like, oh, he, we're gonna run him and he's gonna, you know, yeah. take back America. No, that's not gonna happen. They have something else in the works. Whether it's the illegals, whether it's all the foreign aid that they're sending out, martial law, whatever, something's gonna happen. Yeah, I agree. It's coming down the pipeline. It's just we'll see who it is. I don't know. Won't be me. They're trying to shut down Trump. 
So I, mean, I think hiding. that was a candidate. I don't really know what they have for Democrat. I don't even know who's going on the Republican Party that's worth a hoot right now. I mean, I haven't really followed it's it. Trump. To see who. It's Trump and well, Vivek. Vivek. He was a uh, he was a really good one, but he dropped out to support Trump. Who? Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay, so who's right now? Because I haven't followed it. And just right now, it's it's Trump or Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is the Rhino Republican in name only. Should actually be running on the Democrats ticket. Yeah, female. And you call her a Rhino. A rhino, R- <laughs> Republican in name only. Um, anywho, she really should be running on the Democrat ticket, but right now the race is between Trump and Nikki Haley for the Republican nomination. Mm. Now everyone and their dog knows Trump's gonna win this thing for as far as the Republican nomination. Now, when we get to that general election, who knows? Depends on how it's hard to say because there's how a, early there's they shut down the I machines. I do believe that there's Democrats out there that's like this guy is incompetent. He they, shouldn't be president. That's they're the tweeting thing. about it now. Yeah. Like they they can't even hide it. And like they're saying like, "Yo, I love the president. I voted for him, but this ain't good." Yeah. <laughs> so where does that go? I don't know. Michelle Obama. That's what. Four four to eight more years of the Obamas. But uh, anywho, thank you all so much for. For listening to this rant, <laughs> uh, inform yourself. Make sure that you're you're staying up to date on what's going on in the world, because there's a lot. But if not, then just keep watching us, because I'm here to tell you. Either way, thank you for listening. Have a great night. And next time, I'll make sure you don't shut. Your-